Nerd Pals is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash supernerdpals. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 147 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host, Andy Carasquillo. I'm Stan Gadurski. The boys are... Wait for it. Are back in town. Just us. <laughs> like Chris and Ryan are out. Like Roxas and Axel on top of the, the fucking tower. Having our seesaw ice cream. Gian's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of morbid. When the when the the cats are away, the 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 mice will podcast. Welcome <laughs> to Super Nervals. Got it memorized. Here we are. I just logged on Facebook to send you our Hangouts link, and uh, I happened to see the meme that you made. It was uh, pretty funny. It's from The Shining. Listen, I watched 30 minutes of 358 over two days while I was eating lunch, and Axel must have said that line 75 times. (laughs) He's just got it memorized. His name is Zemnis. Got it memorized. Got a meet on this tower. Got it. And I was like, all right, Axel, thank you, sir. Anyway, what are we doing this week? What's going on? Well, I got to meet Dan Slot. Oh, yeah, that's right. How is he? He's an awesome guy. I was uh, I was talking to him. Uh, we were at, He was doing a signing at Forbidden Planet for the um, release of Spider-Man 801 and Iron Man. Iron Man. Uh, Tony Stark Iron Man. And... Uh, we were chatting a little bit. Um, he was actually telling me how um, he was planning on dragging out Norman finding, like, the crazy. And mm-hmm. he said he he wanted to make it, like, a long adventure. Like when, um, I think it was like when Doctor Doom was looking for magic. So yeah. he wanted to do a long arc like that. And Marvel was like, nah, we can't do that. <laughs> I want a miniseries where Norman tries to find crazy. Yeah. That w- Just bring him back. I don't know. I don't know how that would go. He's he's already found the. Or do you mean like before? Like before, I guess. That would be pretty sick. I mean, we get we have ongoings and miniseries for every villain at this. So why not do one for for Goblin? Well, this would be a two villain miniseries because it could be just, it could be it could be written like a love story. So like Norman is looking for the crazy, and and um. Carnage is looking for the next Cletus Cassidy. And then in the end, they find each other. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were going to talk about it like regular Norman Osborn was going to try to find crazy Norman Osborn, and it was going to be like Goku Black and Zamasu just, <laughs> just like hugging each other at the end and becoming one person. I mean, that will also work. And I want it drawn in like a photorealistic. You, you ever see the. Um... First off, hold on, hold on. If it's going to be photorealistic, then you already know what I'm going to say. That's where I was getting at, but like, let me set it up first. Let me set set the scene real quick. Um, (laughs) So you you read those Star... Some of the Star Wars comics that come out, they they draw them like as though it's like from the movies, right? They they take a very like photorealistic art style, um, especially for the Darth Vader books. Um, or they used to. I don't know what Darth Vader looks like now, those comics. Um, so anyway, photorealistic Norman Osborn solo miniseries, gotta be Willem Dafoe. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Willem Dafoe 
finding himself, who is also himself. And, uh, I feel like Willem Dafoe has to have a catchphrase. Almost like, got it memorized. Well, he does. It's Spidey! Like, that's that's his whole... That's his whole thing. Okay, that would be perfect. So, the miniseries will start off with Spider-Man investigating this, uh... This, like, inside information he got that Norman Osborn's back. So then he goes to confront Norman to see what Norman's up to. And, uh, Norman's sitting in the chair, turns around slowly and says, Spidey! (laughs) Spidey! And that's the start of the series. Actually, I'm thinking, like, it should be one of those things where... It, like a prequel like we know he's gonna say spidey but like we have to wait five issues because <laughs> he doesn't say spidey until he goes crazy right? right that's when he's like fully crazy in the beginning right it should be businessman norman osborne he's just like spider-man like he'll like <laughs> turn around in in the chair and he'll just be like hello spider-man like in his willem dafoe face and then by the end, it becomes the full Spidey! Because he's found the crazy. But before that, Marvel is going to actually reboot the series to issue one again after issue four. So we'll be like one away from the Spidey, and then it goes back to issue one. So we have to wait another five issues. So realistically, it's nine. And then in the middle, he's going to like go to space and become Ghost Rider or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing going on over there. <sighs> so I, I beat Birth by Sleep... Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, Kingdom Hearts 0.2, Birth by Sleep, A Fragmentary Passage, and then I watched all of Kingdom Hearts Back Cover Key, Kai, Chi, <laughs> X, whatever. Sounds like you have... It was... I think it, it was like six days. <laughs> Every time I like got home from work or whatever, I just went straight into Kingdom Hearts mode, and this whole weekend... I really just... And then I started watching YouTube videos of, like, timeline <laughs> breakdowns, and it was... It's a hell of a week, and... So, what were your thoughts? Um, I think Birth by... I like the story of Birth by Sleep, the over the overarching storyline. Um, I like seeing how bald Xehanort became little Xehanort. Wait, this was, this was your first time... Yeah, I never played these games before. This is the first time I played them all. Um, So it was cool seeing how Xehanort became Xehanort. Um, I really like Aqua as a character. Um, I kind of like Ventus, but I'm not... He... I, he's not Roxas. (laughs) That's my, that's my problem with Ventus, is that he's not Roxas, right? Um, I did, I did like seeing the same plot from three different perspectives. I thought that was pretty neat. But I don't like any of the worlds in Birth by Sleep. I just I I don't like the Cinderella world. I don't like the Sleeping Beauty world. Um, I definitely don't like Neverland. I never liked the Neverland worlds. They're like my least favorite. Why? Um, <laughs> I just I just don't I because Peter Pan's like a piece of shit and, and <laughs> Cap, Captain Hook's not much better. No, because like you go like I I don't even remember even though it was a few days ago. But like you get there and and like Ventus is there and and he just like. Being an asshole to Ventus for no reason. He's like, eh, Ventus? I'm like, shut up, Peter Pan. I don't like you. And the only one that was good it was, was Terra's Neverland because he's, like, chilling with Captain Hook. And he has to beat the shit out of Peter Pan. And so that's the, that was my favorite part. So what was uh, what was the order that you played Birth by Sleep? 
I did Aqua first because I knew she would be my favorite, and then I did Ventus because he's fake Roxas, and then I did Terra last because I knew his was going to be the most important plot-wise. Because even though I'd never played the game before, I kind of knew by osmosis that like Terra became Xehanort and all that stuff, so I wanted to save that plot for last. Um, and I know Aqua's in like 0.2, so I wanted to play as her first because she seemed like essential. It's funny when me. I first played that game, uh, my order was Terra then Aqua, and then Ventus. Now that I was playing it on the PS4, uh, I did Aqua first, and now I'm on Ventus. Yeah, I, I just think, like, there's a reason we never saw Cinderella's Castle or Sleeping Beauty, and it's because those worlds are... Bo- and they I feel like they put them here because it was a PSP game, and so those are kind of like throwaway worlds. Um, I, did, I did really like seeing Zack in uh, Olympus Coliseum. Oh, that was a thought, sad moment. That that was a cool. I like cuz I like that they're they're playing with the idea of it being a prequel and like the worlds are like Hercules is young and and Stitch hasn't gotten to Earth yet and so I like uh. that they're playing with the idea. But none of the world the the only worlds that really stood out for me were all the the original worlds, like the Keyblade Graveyard, Radiant Garden, um, land of departure, like those are, those three are the ones that stuck with me the most, and I thought were the most interesting. Well, those are the worlds where you get the most story from as well. Like that that's too. that's that... the story-ended world, uh, yeah. and like you said, with the other worlds, it's kind of just like there to fill space and, yeah. and to make the game like a little longer. Because if it was only the three worlds, I mean, you'd be done with that game in no time. Also, yeah, and I'm also just kind of, like, tired of Olympus Coliseum. I'm tired of um, Neverland, because those are worlds that were both in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. On the bright side, we didn't get Agrabah. Yeah, that's true. Agrabah was, like, it feels to me like Tatooine, and that, like, they, they always have to go back to Tatooine, and I feel like they're always going back. Though, I will say, I would like to see Agrabah in Kingdom Hearts 3 in, like, the new graphical style, and I want to see them do um, Aladdin, King of Thieves, and so we see his, his dad. Aladdin is one of my favorite Disney and I don't know why, but I fucking hate Agrabah. Yeah, I don't know. Too much sand. It's like any desert level. Just don't like it. I don't like the Heartless. I hate that the, um, the fat guys are always there, and they're annoying to fight, mm-hmm. and then you got the, um, the sword guys. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. And then what about Dream Drop? Um, so I like Dream Drop a lot more. Um, not to say that I didn't like Birth by Sleep, but I think the worlds in Dream Drop were a lot more interesting. They're also like nothing that's been repeated from previous games, and it was all it was very short and sweet. There was only like seven places to visit, and Travers Town was the only place I think besides um, Yen Sid's like ha- house. But that's <laughs> right? kind of like, like your starting area. Yeah, so you don't spend a lot of time in, in there. And going back to Travis Tra- Travis Traverse Town was um, interesting because you had the um, the world ends with you cast there, yeah. so that was cool. Um, and I, I just like Traverse Town, and I like the music of Tra- Traverse Town, so it doesn't really bother me going back there, you know? Um, and the cool thing about Traverse Town is we got to see different parts of it. Yeah. Like things, yeah, like areas of that area, of that place that you haven't seen before so i i thought it was pretty cool um and i just i like the story a lot and i people like i i've heard people complain because it's too complicated but that's part of the reason why i like it so much because it just makes no fucking sense it's like metal <laughs> it's like metal gear solid at this point it's like everybody's zayn or 
the fucking Zigbar's half a Xehanort. It's like it's it's cool and and I like um I like that Riku basically overcame his like previous like shortcomings as a character and has become like a full fledged. It's it's weird because I feel like Dream Drop is um kind of a reflection of Birth by Sleep, mm. where um they're the two people are set out to do um to complete their Mark of Mastery exam yeah. um in Birth by Sleep, Aqua gets the Mark of Mastery, and we see what happens to the person that that had a little bit of darkness in them. Whereas in this case, the the person with the darkness in them actually overcame that and got their Mark of Mastery, and the the person who wasn't succumbed to the darkness, Sora, was extremely happy for him and gave no fucks that he failed. Yeah, I. Like, you know, like I said, Birth by Sleep's not bad. I, I like I like all I like the characters in Birth by Sleep a lot. Um, I like the uh, I like the meta narrative of Birth by Sleep. I just don't, I just wasn't into like the minutia of the worlds and having to revisit those same worlds three times was like I was kind of like. Um, and you can definitely feel the limitations of the PSP when you're being yeah. Like it's on the PS4, but you know that this is a PSP game, and like the worlds are like kind of dead. You know, like. It's it's just weird. There was like some scene I think when Terra was fighting Zack, where it, it was supposed to be like people were supposed to be cheering for them, but there was nobody there, and it's just it's just weird. Um, and I think when you go through Dream Drop, it's like 3DS initially, so it, it's a more powerful console. And seeing that upres to PS4 um, was really good. And I just, I just thought like the look of it was fresher, and the worlds that you visit were were more interesting. And I like that in Dream Drop, um, there wasn't really much new things to introduce into the story, like character-wise. They kind of was started like putting all the pieces together at this point, and having references to Birth by Sleep and the previous Kingdom Hearts games, all the things that Xehanort was trying to accomplish and having characters back and it just felt like a, a cool way for all the threads to start coming together so they can get tied up in parts three so i think it was cool because you know you get to see roxas you get to see aqua you get to see axel you get to see ansem again you get to see other ansem again you get to see Zemnis. you get to see young xehanort you get to see old xehanort <laughs> it's just like it's cool. Like I, I was just like every cutscene. I was like, yeah, who, who am I gonna see next? What old friend is gonna show up again? Yeah, Dream it was, Drop it was cool. to me was like when they announced that that was probably gonna be the next, the last game right before Kingdom Hearts Three. I, I was like, all right, well, this game better fucking be good, because <laughs> all he got, was... all he got before that was was recoded, which was hot garbage, and yeah. What else? We got another Kingdom Hearts before that. 358. Oh yeah, 358 out. over two days, which was just mission-based on the DS. Yeah. And um, in my opinion, Kingdom Hearts 3 is probably one of my top Kingdom Hearts games. It's definitely high up there on the... Um, it gave me one of my biggest oh-shit factors, where, like, Lee comes to rescue Sora. Yeah. And then... I like... <clears throat> I also like when, um, when Lee comes um, to see Mickey or whatever... Wasn't that with when Maleficent shows up or something? Yeah. Yeah, he shows up and Mickey's like, you used the darkness to get here? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I love him. Did you, um, um, did you see the secret ending of the game? The one where, um, Yen Sid tells Kyrie that she's be training with Axel or something? Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
That was actually one of my favorite Axel moments, where he said that he was trying to he was trying to come in saving Sora using his newly found Keyblade, but it wouldn't materialize. Yeah. So he has to resort to his old weapon. Um, and I really like that they made Axel a Keyblade wielder. He's definitely yeah. my favorite organist member. I, and I love um, I love the design of his Keyblade, which just takes like his weapon and like adds like a little flame uh, hilt to it. Yeah. Um, and like seeing Roxas come back, right in that like scene where where Sora and him like meet in like the the world that never was or whatever, and Roxas just like you know take my I don't know I don't remember what he says. I was just like so like oh my god, is Roxas again? And and Sora just says to him that like you should you have the right to exist also. And I was like yes, thank you. That is the <laughs> shit that got to me so bad in Kingdom Hearts two like ten years ago. I got so mad because Roxas is like my favorite character, and then he just fucking disappears right when Sora wakes up. You don't see his ass again, and you're just like, oh, he had to go away so Sora can exist. Like, man, fuck that. And so having that moment where Roxas comes back was really awesome. Basically, it looked like he sort of implanted or like handed off all his memories to Sora, and I really hope he comes back. And like, I, I hope they find a way to bring everybody. I mean, for that matter, they better bring back Shion as well. I don't care about she. I do. She, she was badass. Okay. All right. I don't. Man. I don't care I, how fake she was. I just the only. I never played three fifty eight. Um. I only seen. I've only seen the cutscenes. So you played three fifty eight. Okay. But like, I just you know, she's kind of cool. She's like, she's like, um, she reminds me of Silk. You know, like Spider Man's. Yeah. Like, com- like other person, like the other one that the spider bit was like Silk. So like, I think she's cool for that reason, but. I just I don't know. She never resonated with me. She's cool. I think she's. I think everybody in this game is cool. But I'm. I'm more. I'm more hyped for Rox because I go. I go way back. Roxas. He's always been my favorite character. <sighs> King Hearts was crazy. That game was crazy. <laughs> that whole series is crazy. And then and then I played 0.2 and going from like the PS2 era graphics straight to like PS4 looking shit was nuts and. I really liked 0.2, and I wish it was long because it was just a lot of fun running around in those worlds and in the dark, the dark world or whatever. And then, and then at the end, when you see the ending of Kingdom Hearts One from the other, the other side of the door, I thought that was really awesome. Yeah, it was and, changed and up a little, but I think that I li- was really sick. I like how they showed why Mickey wasn't wearing a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Need, needed that answer. Why he's not wearing a T-shirt or a jacket? In the dark world with Riku. (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean, all of that, I I can imagine where it would build up the most hype for you now for Kingdom Hearts 3. I, originally, I was like, I don't need any of these games. I'm just gonna go straight into Kingdom but I feel like I really needed those games. So glad that you played them. Yeah, me too. I have so much context now that I never had, and it's, it's, it's rad, and it's, it's just, there's just so much plot shit that I, I... I can't even correctly talk about because so much of it and time travel and all the thirteen Xehanorts Zay- <laughs> and I and I can't get over how Zigbar says he he's half a Xehanort. It's like <laughs> my favorite line in the series. I'm half a Xehanort. I feel like he like gonna call up a pizzeria and be like, let me get a regular pizza, half Xehanort. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you call a pizzeria for a half Xehanort pizza? Right, let me get let me get a large half Xehanort only, please. It's gonna have one yellow eye as opposed to two. Instead of pepperoni, it's like it's like all the faces of the same. So now, did you watch the E3 Kingdom Hearts trailer? 
I saw bits of it. I'm trying deliberately not to watch too much of it. I I saw some stuff that I didn't want to see that I would have preferred to have seen, like um, Vanitas showing up. Like I, I saw that, and I didn't realize what I was watching at first, but then I, I came across it again after finishing both games. Damn it, Like that would have been a great reveal in the actual game. And then I saw Aqua with her yellow-ass eyes, and I was like, ah, like... You know what I think? I don't. I don't know. She's she's probably possessed by Xehanort. I'm sure, but also, like half of zero point two has has um, Aqua fighting her phantom self. So I was thinking like maybe it's her phantom because her one of the things she was saying was that you know she kept talking to herself while she was down there and she's like t- said something about how like her thoughts are like becoming their own person or something like like maybe there's like a doppelganger i don't know i don't know how any of this shit works but i'm just well, hoping if that if Aqua we know namora isn't... which we don't <laughs> he's gonna make this convoluted as shit and uh there's a reason why he did that uh not as like a big oh shit spoiler but to get you to think one thing but totally like flip the script and i think that's what the whole i feel like there's a lot of things that namora purposely showed just so that, A, we know the game's in development, B, to make us think we know the plot, and C, to show us that we don't know shit about the plot. Yeah, like, honestly, this... I was talking to Zach, like, about this, too, while I was playing through it. You know, Zach from the Chaos podcast every other Wednesday, um, after us. And I was like, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, like, the TV screen's gonna become, like, a mirror, and you're gonna be Xehanort. <laughs> that's, that's that's how it's gonna end. <laughs> That would be so awesome. My PlayStation camera is going to take a picture of me and like, turn me into Xehanort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I already got the long hair. It just needs to be dyed white. It's it's a good series. I like it. I like how, like, insane it is because it's, like, everything that I like about things like Gurren Lagann and <laughs> Kill a Kill, Kill and, and, like, the things that get progressively insane as more installments of the thing comes out, like JoJo, like JoJo starts in one place and then it gets completely batshit insane by the time you get to like the end of Stardust Crusaders and like it just it just this escalation, this anime ass escalation, and that's exactly what Kingdom Hearts is doing, but with Disney characters, <laughs> and it's like the best because it's like by the end of Dream Drop Distance, you're like cutting buildings in half that <laughs> that Zemnis is throwing at you and. Xehanort is alive again because you killed both Ansem and Xemnas, but also they're still there anyway. <laughs> but also there's Kid Kid Xehanort who's gonna forget everything by the time the game is over and then he's gonna be back because the future Ansem, I think, version of himself goes back and tells him to to leave or to go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But it's great. I mean, that's, and, that's Kingdom yeah. Hearts for you. My favorite boss battle is still always going to be the Kingdom Hearts 2 boss battle. For now. The, the Zeminus final boss? Yeah. I think Zeminus was such a badass villain. And Yeah. I really liked his um, black and white coat. I thought that was, like, super rad. He's got, like, lightsabers. Yeah. So can't can't hate on that. <laughs> He's basically cooler Darth Maul. And I love Darth yeah. Maul. He's anime Darth Maul. So when did this episode of Super Nerd Pals turn into Chaos Cast? I don't know, because I played three, or like two and a half, or... I I, I played 2.8 Kingdom Hearts games. Sorry, Zach, we stole your show. Guess you're recording SMP this week. 
and I, I had to, I had to get it off my chest um, because that, that those games are a ride, and I'm like really considering going back and playing at least Kingdom Hearts two before three comes out. Listen, I think. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you, I ain't fucking touching Kingdom Hearts one or two for a very long time. Yeah, because you like platinum balls them, didn't you? It took, yeah, uh, it took a while. It took about a year each game. Yeah, um, I, I played. I recently, not recently, but like most recently, I beat Kingdom Hearts 1.5 on the PS3, right? So I have no, I have no desire to go back and replay that. But the last time I played Kingdom Hearts 2 was on the PS2. That one time that I beat it, and I was so mad that Roxas died that I never returned to it, even though it's probably my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. So I think I'm gonna at least go back to that. I don't, I don't think I'm like 50/50 if, if I want to replay. Uh, Chain of Memories. Do not play that game. Yeah, I'm. I really liked it on the GBA, but like I, I played like 15 minutes of it today on the PS4, the Rechain, and I just I can't, I can't do the cards. I will I let know. you know just, that I weird. went into that game full intent to 100% it, and I got to Monstro, and I was like, fuck this game. I re- I, I loved it on the GBA, and I just the only thing about it is that I never finished Riku's story, so I always wanted to kind of go back and play through Riku's story, but I don't want to go through Sora's story to get there, you know? I just, I can't do it. I can't play through all the Kingdom Hearts 1 worlds again, you know? I can't do card Agrabah. I just can't. (laughs) You can't make me. And Monstro. I hate Monstro so much. I hate the inside of that whale. Get him out of here. That, yeah, I, I didn't like, um... Pinocchio Land in Dream Drop. That's the only that's the only bad part about it for me. I forgot that world in Dream Drop. I don't give a fuck about Pinocchio. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my opinion from but an expert. But you have to give a fuck about Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, Cricket's fine. He he's alright. Jiminy's your boy who comes through with his journal log in your shit. Jiminy Cricket is a, he's a good man. He and does, gives you does, gives he, you random ass times to like finish mini games. He puts in the work. He's the unsung hero. He needs to come back for three. Where does where's he been? He's been chilling. He's on vacation. You think you think his ass oh, need to take the micro mastery exam? Think again. <laughs> <laughs> cut cut up Zaynor with a toothpick. I want to see Jiminy come back with a fucking keyblade. Small ass ass. Anyway, this was supposed to be our E3 episode. <laughs> um, I do have a list of the biggest games from E3. If you would like, we can quickly go through them. And you can give me your opinion of them. Okay. Yes? No? Yeah, yeah. Sounds fine? Yeah, sounds great. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to go through one of them. I'm tired. I don't want to go through each conference. They, they're all pretty good. Except for Sony was weird when they kept changing rooms. But they only did it, like, once. Um, alright. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Why would you leave with the hypest one? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> that game's amazing. I'm obviously getting it. I am so fucking pumped for this game. This game, you know why? Solid Snake, he's back. Pichu, you thought he Pichu was, is back. You thought you thought you thought Pichu and Snake were dead? Nah, they back with a vengeance. Those boys are back in town. So is Pikachu Libre, which I'm happy about. So is female Pikachu. So- Clouds there. You got Ness and Lucas. You got Daisy. You- you got Pokemon trainers back again, and this time you can keep those Pokemon out as long as you want. You got Ice Climbers. Uh, finally, you got Mega Man, you got Inkling, you got Wolf. He's back. 
Um, who else you got? You got Bayonetta. You got Ryu, my boy. Only I only like him in Smash Brothers, not in Street Fighter. <laughs> Get out of here, Ryu. Um, I really like honestly though I wasn't expecting Snake to come back. That was like the bottom of my list of things that I expected. I'm oh. top of the list of things that I want to happen, but I really with Konami and all that bullshit. There was I just did not expect Solid Snake. I had never expected to see Solid Snake again in a new video game. I I give it to to Miyamoto. Um, he he gives us like uh what we what we want and. He knew that we we wanted um, every fucking character in Smash Bros. to return. Here it is returning. And I know there are a lot of butthurt people out there about not getting a ton of new characters. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I just wanted to play as Pichu again. I wanted Snake to come back. I wanted the Ice Climbers back. But that wasn't going to happen with a brand new roster of like different ass characters. Yeah. But, I mean, Ridley's there. We got Ridley. So he's... He's new. I feel like there's going to be a handful. I don't, he Sakurai said during the E3 conference that they were spending all their time trying to make sure everybody from every previous game is there. So I don't think there's going to be many, but I think there's going to be at least a couple. We know Inkling was one of them, and Ridley's the other one. And uh, who, like, who else is there left in video games to be? Waluigi. You know, here. Waluigi. Yeah, 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 you're right. Nintendo's Forgotten Son <laughs> needs to return. But re- um, realistically, you know, they could they could add your boy Sora. Yeah, I would yeah, Sora would be good. That's that's a good Square Enix rep besides Cloud, I think. I would like to see Dante from Devil May Cry. I think he would be pretty good in there. Especially with Bayonetta there. It'd be cool to have them both. Um I wanna see Crash Bandicoot. Whoa! That's yeah. Whoa! That's that's you, the other thing is is that the the insane insane trilogy is coming to the Switch this year, so it, it makes sense to have Crash Bandicoot, and then that way we can have Sonic, Mario, and Crash in one game kicking the shit out of each other like God intended. <laughs> oh, we got we got Doctor Mario back in the game. Hell yeah! Who is a different person from Mario? Not a not an Echo character. It's it's like it's future Mario. Like after Mario got his PhD in medicine. It's 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 the Mario who's trying to get Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but he's trying to make it happen. Give me Xehanort as a final boss. <laughs> Paired up with Master Hand. Um alright, next game. Alright, next game. Spider Man. It's coming out soon actually. God September. Months. Yeah, it looks it looks that looks game looks good. amazing. It looks like what Spider-Man 2 looks like in my memory. I think they're trying to build up for the uh, Sinister Six, and that's exactly what it's like. Um, who do you think it, uh, the it's you at the end of the trailer? Um, I could I could see it being a lot of people. I saw I saw a meme where it was his landlord from Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could see it being like Norman Osborn. That's that uh, was what, my main thought. What what I would really like to see is adult Miles Morales, um, who is, like, the villain of Spider-Man 2. The the 616 universe Miles, who's, like, a, a bad guy. Because it's, like, it's Miles. It's not Miles. You know what I mean? That would be actually pretty cool. Um, himself. Xehanort, maybe? Spider-Gwen? Oh, this game uh, was confirmed that it's going to be 100% canon, and it will lead into the... Uh, well, yeah, the ending of the game leads into the Spider-Verse 2. Yeah, I can't wait for that too. That those that comic Spider Geddon, 
I, I was super into Spider-Verse, and we have Spider-Verse to thank for bringing back um, Superior Spider-Man, and also for introducing us to Spider-Gwen. I'm really hyped for... And Man. also giving us a whole bunch of Spider-Man that, like, kick ass. Yeah, and who we haven't seen in, like, a very long time. Spider-Man from the 60s, Supida-Man from Japan, um, yeah. And we're gonna have PS4's Spider-Man in that arc, so that's real rad <laughs> for that. Um, mostly, I'm excited to swing around New York City and, you know... I feel like we're going to get a lot more landmarks and stuff. I, I'm basically, I'm trying, I, I, I want to feel like how I felt when I played Grand Theft Auto 4 <laughs> for the first time. And you're driving around Liberty City, but you're like, that. that is a Domino Sugar Factory in Queens. <laughs> that is this building, you know, and especially now, as an adult man with more experience with actual Manhattan, like, I'm, I'm ready to start seeing some, some shit. Um, in that game. As always, I look forward to finding the tallest building, the Empire State Building, and jumping off of it and swinging last in my safety. And, or fucking that, up. That'll be fun. And dying. You always gotta fuck and die. Um, alright. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Pass. Pass? Pass! Oh no, Assassin's Creed's been getting real weird lately. But this one, this one... I haven't, I haven't given a shit about Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Same. Full but this one, it's Greece. You could pick your character, and you have dialogue options. So, like, that's already... I love it. We'll see how it plays I, out. I could be a woman Spartan on some Wonder, Man, Wonder Woman shit, and, and choose how I want to talk to people. Be an asshole. Yes, for sure. Um, Alright, that's fine. That's cool. You don't have to like everything that comes out. But I, this is one that I'm interested in, which is great because I have not been interested in Sadness Creed for a very long time. Do you care about Anthem? Which one's Anthem? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Anthem is that new game from Bioware who made, you know, Mass Effect, and now they're making, like, this fake Destiny. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's basically for... what it looks like to, like, want to be Destiny. It's not Mass Effect, and it's not good Mass Effect, and it's not Dragon Age, and it's not another good RPG-type business where you can be whoever you want to be in space or or in fantasy land. So that's why I don't care. That's why I don't care about that, but I do care about Assassin's Creed Odyssey this time. Not to be confused with Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Speaking of, that, this wasn't at um, E3, I don't think. But Captain Toad's coming out soon on the Switch. I never played Captain Toad. Me neither. That's why I'm excited for it. It's like a, it's like a puzzle game. Yeah. Sort of. I might get like it. Mario I might World. get it. And it's got, they have new levels for Mario Odyssey. Oh, that's so, pretty cool. Um, um, this one is going to be one that only I care about. Tetris Effect. Have you seen this? No. Tetris Effect is for the PS4, for the PSVR, actually. It's Tetris in VR, but it has like a crazy visualizations and thumping music. And it, it's real rad. That's, that's all I'm going to say. I Tetris is cool. And I can't wait to play Tetris in VR. <laughs> is there anything in your mind that you want to talk about that I haven't mentioned yet? Um... Besides Kingdom the Heart 3. Uh... There was one... I have a big one that I would like to it. talk about. Oh! Uh, the Division 2. Okay, you, t you tell me about that one. I don't know, it just looks like a big upgrade besides the, uh, obviously fake cheesy dialogue between quote-unquote players. Yeah. Um... Isn't it in a different city now? Yeah, it's, it's in, in a, It seems like it's in a different city. 
Oh. That's that that completely turned me off to Division <laughs> Two. The only reason why I was interested in Division One, even though I never played it, was that it was in New York City. I wanted more New York City. I wanted to be able to run around Queens and go to my corner store and buy a bacon, egg, and cheese. Saw at pepper 7 ketchup. Yeah, <laughs> the crack of dawn in the video game. I got my my gun in one hand <laughs> and my egg and cheese. I mean, I mean, I guess you could do that in Spider Man. With- your web shooter in one hand, and and my my large coffee light and sweet. Yeah, I think the division two it looks a lot better than the first one. I hope it's a lot better, but I'm excited for that game. I don't want to take too much time talking about Kingdom Hearts three because Lord knows we talked about Kingdom Hearts a lot already, and Zach has an entire podcast dedicated to Kingdom Hearts, which you should listen to, called Chaos. But um, Kingdom Hearts three looks real good. Kingdom Hearts three is going to be a grand old time. I'm interested in playing it. I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm, I'm not going to see my outside world until I beat that game. Hell yeah. Um, I, had so, I had something in my brain that, that disappeared. It's not there anymore. Oh, we didn't talk about Pokemon. Alright, let's talk about Pokemon. Are you are you going to go Pikachu or are you going to go Eevee? Uh, me, like everyone else, is going to go Eevee. Yeah, me too. I already I actually pre-ordered the um the one that comes with the Pokeball already. The fuck you can pre-order. It was on I think Amazon. I got it on. Um I'm going to get that get that Mew. I'm ready. But it looks good. I I think I'm I'm excited for a different kind of Pokemon game and I think Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu is that different kind of game. Kanto, it looks great. It has non-traditional wild Pokemon Pokemon Go-esque capturing. Um, and it's a, you know, it's a remake of, uh, Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, which, you're all you know, about that shit. Every, everybody, everybody loves Pokemon Yellow. Hell yeah. Pokemon Yellow is, like, the bomb. Hell yeah. Um, there's also Death Stranding, that weird well, yeah, of fucking course, but trailer. That, that game ain't coming out for a very long time. But, looks like a great, uh, delivery simulator. Um, I don't know what the fuck's going <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It, it might actually be weirder than Kingdom Hearts. Absolutely. Um, it's looking when like I it's saw the, the When I saw the first trailer, I was like, all right, well, that fetus, maybe like <laughs> Norman Reedus as a baby, and then, I don't know, there's what he becomes, but then now he's carrying the fetus? And what the fuck? Uh, we got The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. I. You know what? It's hard for me to say anything about that game because I know I'm going to play it. And it just, it's one of those games where there's not a lot to say about it. It kind of speaks for itself. I will say, though, that it, it, it is so realistic that the violence is actually kind of off-putting to me. And I, I was more about the parts where they were, Ellie was just talking in, in the church or whatever. That's interesting. And, and, and not so much when she was, like, cutting the dude's neck open. That's actually, uh... Interesting, because that brings me to the, my next point, which was Resident Evil 2 Remake. Resident Evil 2 Remake is my game of E3, I think. I <laughs> because I just want to let shit. you know, I don't know what the fuck Capcom is trying to prove, but they made this game disgustingly detailed. They, You know what? They This is what happened. I'll tell you what happened. How many years ago? Three years ago, Square Enix was like, you're not going to make the game that everyone's about final we're gonna remake that game and capcom looked across the aisle and it was like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and now we because because there's like we're never gonna 
get Final Fantasy VII remake because didn't they just restart development again? Yeah. On 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 that thing. So and Capcom's like, motherfucker, here it is. A here's the trailer. B January. Uh, and they just like slap Square Enix <laughs> right across the face. Just, uh, like, I think Fuck Square Enix. We got a whole game. Square, Square Enix kind of gets the last laugh though, because that's the same when the Hearts comes out. Yeah, but Resident Evil comes out earlier. Oh, uh, take that. You know what? This is a Resident Evil game. You could beat it in 15 hours. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be done before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. So, uh, actually, we got you it can, out. You can beat Resident Evil 2 in less than five hours. I, yeah. I mean, like, if you know where everything is, but I assume, like, the first time through that, you want to see everything there is to see. But anyway, Cat Car was like, uh, <laughs> like, slapped them right across the face and was like, we started this shit after you started Kingdom Hearts 3, we started this shit after you started Final Fantasy 7, we started this shit after Final Fantasy... That doesn't matter. Final Fantasy 5. But anyway, <laughs> this shit's out before any of those. We announced Kingdom Hearts 3. We've been talking about this shit for like 100 years. This and... this leaves me to believe that Resident Evil 3 Nemesis will be the most disgusting-looking horror game that we'll probably ever get. Because and you know what's... if this game is fucking insane looking i can only imagine that three is gonna be like bigger better better if you take it if you take it back to the ps1 resident evil 3 was built on the same engine as Red 2 and that's why resident evil 3 came out so quickly after 2 so they could do the same shit i don't give a fuck same areas just put jill back in there and give me some nasty slimy looking me- nemesis to scare the shit out of me and we're good this, yeah this game i didn't think that it was going to look as good as it did, but god damn it. Especially because we never heard a goddamn thing about it before. There, there was the announcement, right, I, like, a while so ago, I heard, they were like, we're going to do it. I did hear a rumor that they were going to talk about this, and I talked to my friend Sebastian about this, uh, and he was like, no, nah, that, that shit's never going to happen. And when they showed that trailer in E3, I was like, I told you so, bitch. It's just... I also really like the trailer where you see the through the rat's perspective. And I was like, you a fucking rat? Like, what what game is this? And then the rat dies, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty gruesome. And then it was Resident Evil. Oh, it's great. See, like, the only thing that we heard about this is that it was going to happen, right? There was, like, a developer announcement that said, we're going to remake Resident Evil. And that was a few years ago, and so I wasn't necessarily... I was expecting potentially seeing it, but I was definitely not expecting to not only see it, but then have them pull some Bethesda shit and be like, it's coming out in seven months. We're here. Yeah. Get ready for this game. Resident Evil 7 just came out, right? Like last year or some shit. Right? Was it last year? Like January or something? I think it was like two years ago. January. Was it two years ago? Really? Oh, yeah. January 2017. 2017. But, I mean, by now it's a year and a half. Once this game comes out, it'll be... Yeah. So once Resident Evil 2... So you go, you're going two years from a game like Resident Evil 7... To Resident Evil 2 remake, which is two like imagine that like waiting like having games two games in this franchise a franchise as big as Resident Evil two years apart that's that doesn't happen ever never not with Capcom since, since like PlayStation 2 era I would say is the last time you got something like that where it was in a couple years in the next installment because now we gotta wait five ten years for anything yeah, yeah. for the uh, rest of E3 uh, I have some other like. Honorable mentions. Sure. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. That game yeah, looks that pretty looks rad. Uh, my problem with this year's 
E3 was there were like there were three specific trailers of games that played almost back to back. That was a stealth game in like dark with bows and arrows, and I was just like, all right, it's getting kind of old. But that game stood out to me. That game looks awesome. Uh, there's Starlink. That game looks great. Elder Scrolls Six, which was a yeah. tease, but I'm glad that listen. Like I, I didn't need to say anything for that game. I just wanted to know that Bethesda was working up. That's it. Like that's all I care about. Fallout because you know, I know Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six is coming out. That's I'm interested in that. I I, I hear some things that because they were saying that there's not going to be NPCs giving you quests or whatever. I guess that makes sense from a lore standpoint because you're supposed to be the first people out of the vault. Yeah. But also, man, come on. Give me. I need. That's an. R, I need RPG shit in my RPG. You know, like I, I'm not looking to play this game like Overwatch on a giant map. You know, like I'm. I'm looking to get immersed. But anyway, I will. But I think it'll be I fun. Just, you can like. Yeah. No. I'm. You can make your own uh, civilization with your buddies. Yeah, I'm excited for it. At least for the you know that aspect. I I'm really interested in playing a multiplayer Fallout. Um, but I you know I I always prefer. Um. I. I just hope I just hope they don't sacrifice super focused entirely. I don't um, think so. I mean, we'll I guess we'll see. I you know, um, I love Fallout. Also, Doom Eternal. Yes. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Uh, not Halo Infinite. I you know, I'm so far removed from Halo. Gears just... Five and Devil May Cry Five. DMC Five. I'm excited for. Ooh, can't. I'm excited wait. because finally. We're getting the next installment and not like a reboot, a remaster. And Crackdown Three is my last. Crackdown's always um, a great game, so fun and random. And Terry Crews. No, he basically. Um, yeah, good shit. E three twenty eighteen. It's good shit. E three twenty eighteen, killing it. Um, I think it surprised all of us that Xbox had a really good conference. Sony's mm-hmm. conference was a little bit weird, but it was good. Um. Yeah. Bethesda started off slow and, like, started hitting home towards, like, middle town. Uh, that's, yeah, that's about it. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I want. Um, there's always going to be the yearly disappointment of a Mother 3 announcement <laughs> that just never happened. Um, I was looking forward to seeing something about Shenmue when 2 HD, if not Shenmue 3. I think, I think the HD remasters are coming out sooner than 3, but I just really wanted to see it, you know? Um, other than that, though... Oh, yeah. Bayonetta 3 is something that was missing, too. Uh... I think that's it. Yeah. That's all that's really coming to mind. Besides, you know, hearing news about Final Fantasy VII Remake, or Metroid Prime 4, what have you. Overall, satisfying. Especially, I think, Resident Evil Remake. And, awesome. and my Kingdom Hearts 3 release date, and trailers, and... Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts, and um, Resident Evil, two biggest things. Uh, yeah, for sure. For me, and and Smash Brothers, those those are the three top. For me. I agree, uh, those are also my top three. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited about Resident. Maybe, maybe when that game cuts down, I'll take the weekend off, and uh, we will we will do an entire let's play of Resident Evil. Are you are you gonna play uh, Claire or Leon? We'll play as whoever the fuck. Okay. It'll be our let's play. I'm thinking I'm thinking Claire for us now. That's fine. That's Claire's a badass. So, yeah, that's it. We're done. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. That was episode Thanks 147, Super Nerd Pals. We done did um, it. We, we, we tricked you into thinking that it was Chaos Cast for, for, like, the first half, but we switched it up. We, 
We should grab Zach once Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out and do like a spoiler cast once we've all finished Oh, it. I'm down. Yeah. I'll have it done by that weekend. I'm probably I'm I'm planning to just dedicate. I'm I'm real glad Resident Evil 2's coming out first. Is all I'm gonna say about that. But yeah, we're done. Yeah. See ya. Goodbye. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta say we gotta. There's things. Come on, Stan. <laughs> um. So if you want to find this podcast, you can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You know what's weird? Like if they're listening to this, don't they know where to find it? Like didn't they already? I mean, <laughs> it could, it could just be. It could just be that. They're listening from the link that we dropped on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash SuperNerdPals. Or maybe they're checking our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash SuperNerdPals. Or, they, they, or, they were looking or our for website, SuperNerdPals.com. Or NerdPals.network. I don't know why they would go there without first coming somewhere else. I think, like, you know, maybe you're looking up remixes for Sanctuary or something you come across. Like, <laughs> the, our, our tag for Kingdom Hearts. It's like, oh, you're talking about half Xehanort. Check out what's going on. And ordering pizza pies and half Xehanort. You already know. This has been a roller coaster ride of emotions of Xehanort. But yeah, um, you guys should definitely rate us five stars yeah, on iTunes. Give us a review. You made it this far. And and tell your friends. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. Tell every other version of you from every other. End. <laughs> um, gather together all thirteen of you. Even the half Xehanort version of you. Even the half, like technically twelve, twelve point five. Listen, all, all you darknesses out there, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.